You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, World Wide Web? It's Brandon. And this is Alex. And I'm Rudy. And we're filmmakers. <laughs> and we're also drinking bourbon. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, Let's right. try this. Mmm. Mm-hmm. It's good to be drinking bourbon. Ooh, what did you bring us, Brandon? Oh, uh, my friend. That's different. Our, uh, we got some new friends. We got do. some new friends. Uh, some some bourbon brands have been uh, connecting with us. We're always making new friends. This one is the Berkshire Bourbon Whiskey. Berkshire Mountain Distillers from Sheffield, Massachusetts. Ooh, up there. Northeast. Yeah, and uh, right. so I'll, I'll give you a little, uh, little bottle description here. Berkshire Mountain Distillers, Berkshire Bourbon is a handcrafted in small batches at the Berkshire First Legal Distillery since Prohibition. Berkshire bourbon is triple distilled, utilizing a traditional pot still method, and is aged in a virgin American white oak barrel. It is round, rich, and complex with hints of toffee and spice. Nice. Berkshire. So <laughs> should charge them pretty for that. good. Jesus. <laughs> it's not bad. So uh well, that's so, cool. Yeah, as we're sipping on it, uh I do have to call out there was a voice on the intro. We have somebody with us what? in, the, in studio, the world. And I heard Rudy. Rudy, who are you? Yeah. I'm Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> Give <laughs> us all, more. It's, it's his own brand. I don't like that. I'm <laughs> yeah. done. Are we over? You're Just like, Rudy. <laughs> Just Rudy. Uh, Actually it's like Madonna. Right? To all right. you listeners yeah. out there, today is our friend Rudy Harris, he's on the show today, and we all actually have history together. Mm-hmm. So oh. back in the day, actually, let him tell it. I'm setting him up. This is a setup. <laughs> you no, the, have you, you not done a podcast before? Never. This is a setup. This is my first time. So uh, me and Rudy kind of cut our teeth together in the industry. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Truth. Go. He's he a dentist speak. for that. What do you? What do you got? So way back when, me and Brandon used to look for, well, work at a small production house here in Cincinnati over on the west side mm-hmm. uh, next to a Sunoco station that would get robbed <laughs> all the time. Um, Our only restaurant, Subway. Oh. We, we ate Subway every day for like Pretty three, isn't, three isn't years. There a, there's a White Castle there, too. Right? Yeah. yeah, but you had to cross Lynn to get yeah. there, and they cross, got robbed more, it was like so a you just didn't four do that. four-lane road. Yeah, yeah, nice. you didn't do that. But so we, uh, we worked Slash. together. We worked on, that company worked for different shows, and I worked on a different show, but we all came together for we in the afternoon or beer in the afternoon or whatever. Yeah. But And then we started eventually once Brandon stopped crunching on editing he became the creative director there mm. i started actually shooting when they started trusting me with the camera and then uh started working together more and we got in a lot of fights but it was all like brotherly <laughs> fights oh. it was all like brother fights so, like yeah. you know so we we sounds uh, like me and Rand. yeah so we exactly so we um Buttonheads. so we kind of graduated in a sense together so i i kind of moved more towards di- directing mm-hmm. and started going down that path and rudy moved more towards uh director of photography right sweet Truth. but and in addition to that you're also a photographer so let's yep so, so that was sort of the beginning, but let's get you're rooted in photography. Like you, at your core, sure. for a long time, yeah. were like photographer. Right. I still am. I mean, there's, so my, my, uh, my brand, if you will, is that I do both video and photo. So the photo side of things, um, basically that said job, which will remain nameless, we quote unquote mutually separated. 
whatever. That's a whole other story. That's a 10-hour podcast by itself. <laughs> but anyways, um, so me and my wife, we were a month out from our wedding, so we're like, all right, let's just do this. We were already shooting weddings and random portraiture and a lot of band stuff. Like, I was really rooted in the band photography world. Side note, at Bakersfield this week, dude's like, hey, you're Rudy Harris, right? I was in that scene band kid group. I know you. And I'm like, all right, wow. whatever, weird. <laughs> I mean, that sounds cooler than you it got is. fans. Well, yeah, Cincinnati local scene kids. But anyways, uh, so we uh, we started doing weddings and doing all that sort of stuff. And we built our brand up so much um, that we were doing Mecca weddings. Let, let's yeah, What is you Mecca? Were, you were booked at least every weekend, right? Some double At the booked? height, we were doing 44 weddings a year. Wow. That's what, crazy. Which is, yeah. There's only 52 weeks. Right. Yeah. No, they yeah. And most of them, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm aware. My most wife's of those aware happen during well. the summer, right? Like wow. uh, spring, summer, fall. I mean, you we limited ourselves to six weddings a month. Yeah. I mean, you're not yeah. doing winter weddings. And, and I, I do want to point out, Some, I sorry. actually officiated a wedding. It's true. Now, that was a great wedding. Now, too. I officiated Alex's wedding. You did. I knew that. But I also officiated another wedding with a mutual friend, or the, you know, she hired you guys. Right. She's awesome. And it was, it was, for me, it was interesting because I've never seen him in his. I've never seen him as a working as a photographer in the wedding scene, and he's done so many of them. And all of a sudden, like, in comes this guy and just takes over the room, and he's just like, "You go there, right? Wow. Sit there. You got to do move it. Move that." That's he just like commanded. owns everything, and like it was amazing. Right That's now, with really my cool. with my corporate clients, I kind of try to stay away that I do weddings. We don't do very many anymore, but yeah, um, we. Uh, Whenever a client finds out, like a commercial client, they don't want a wedding guy. They're like, "Oh, you do weddings." Oh, uh, but I say you shouldn't hire anybody that doesn't have some experience in weddings. They say, why? And I said, well, as a photographer or video, well, photographer specifically, it's every kind of photography in one eight-hour day. It's product photography, portraiture, lifestyle, documentary, family portraits, all that stuff. And you're the director of the whole thing. And you have to mem- you have to be a psychologist. You have to do everything in eight hours. You're exhausted. With huge crowds. Huge yeah. crowds. Yep. Tons of people. Everybody's talking. Everybody's got their own opinion. And Pinterest, let's not get on that. Uh, <laughs> everybody's like, we should do this. Have you seen Bridesmaids? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so yeah, we, uh, we did a lot. But we want to have a family. Wow. So we're like, we can't do that forever. Okay, so you're, you're doing the wedding thing. You were really, really almost so successful that you were like, oh my God, this has to stop. Pretty much. So, so tell, tell talk about that journey because there's probably a lot of listeners out there who they've gotten their feet wet in the wedding game sure. or in the lifestyle photography game or whatever it is they're doing, and they're looking to kind of transition more into the corporate world and into commercial production, and that's kind of where you're at now. So, talk about your journey and how you made that transition and what is that journey like right now? Sure. Well, we worked our butts off um, doing the wedding stuff, and the way that I viewed it, and we viewed it, that that there's 44 years, uh, excuse me, 44 wedding years. Um, the way that we would view it is um, this business works on word of mouth marketing. You can do Facebook ads, Instagram, all that sort of stuff, and it kind of works. But in general, everything's word of mouth. So every one of those weddings is a whole new circle of friends. So if you're a wedding shooter and you've done it more than two years, you are in so many social networks that you have no idea of. And so we tapped into it. We said, hey guys, guess what? We do this, we do this. Ultimately, how we really, really branched and bridged the gap, I should say, is that it was one literal one meeting. Literal one meeting. I walked into a girl's office named Amanda, super connected, not really in the creative world. Um, Mm -hmm. She's not in it, but she just knows everybody. Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people. And I said, Amanda, I'll do anything you want for free forever. Anything. And it's, the deal is still on. So, Amanda, if you're listening, still on. We can do this. Yeah. Just for to get your, your company. Foot in the door. 
And she said, what do you want? And I said, I want in your network. And that was it. That wow. day she got me a job for Pepsi. Then that job led to another job. And then that job led to another job. And ultimately that job led me to a marketing manager of a very large healthcare network. And that sort of springboarded everything for me. So it was really tapping into my own network that I branched out. Well, excuse me, that I gained from becoming a boutique guy in the mm. wedding world. And then just the whole theory of reciprocity, which I've been doing a lot of business coaching lately. And in the creative world, when you say you do stuff for free, a lot of people just, oh my God, yeah. don't devalue yourself. It's like, it's not devaluing yourself. You don't do free stuff for stupid things. <laughs> you do free stuff for cool stuff. It'll work out better. So, I mean, even sure. we get all of our haircut yeah. for free yeah. from Alba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't, we don't pay for haircuts because we do all this stuff for free, exactly. photos and random video stuff. Like, yeah. and that's but anyways, some, we just bridge the gap that way. I was going to say, that's a, you know, something we can pass on to our listeners that are looking to get into different realms. Sometimes you have to you know, start out small or free. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, know, you do the cool stuff that way, and it leads to the paying stuff. It's rare that there are guys that didn't do the grunt crap oh, yeah. like oh, me yeah. and Brandon did. Oh. I mean, how many years of oh. just what, sausage videos? What, oh, Dude. just let's sausage. just turn it and burn I've it. Done whatever it is. Of, yeah, freebie music videos. Right. Sure. Like back in the day. You well, know? and I think you know, I think again, what Rudy said is is key. Is you got to be smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, even with with my company, Leapframe, you know. I'm always going to take the conver- the 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 meeting. I'm always going to have the conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. I might say no, but even if there's no budget or a minimal budget, if it's the right relationship and the right connection yeah. and the right opportunity, right, then I might just say yes. It's or, worth talking about. Yeah, at least. sure. Yeah. So I think you know to encourage listeners out there, don't get too discouraged. You know, based on the type of budgets you're working with. I think have the mindset that Rudy was talking about and, and really think through, is this a smart deal yep. versus is this a big pain deal? Like, can this deal get me the next relationship, the next deal? Because the right relationship, as he mentioned, could be very profitable. Right. There's a phrase that I don't think this man created it, but he told me it, and he works with you. Old wolf folk there. <laughs> we had coffee a few years back and he's like well there's things you do for the real and things you do for the meal Mm. he's like there's some projects like right now like my portfolio is solid if someone calls me for a headshot there's no discount unless you're amanda unless Mm. you're one of them hey come on in and let me shoot the hell out of this like generally a headshot is a headshot Mm -hmm. but for some it's like i'm gonna go above and beyond that sounds really mean but yeah you know what i'm saying like when it's like high work from this no-name company that you're never gonna get any work from Ever. Yeah, one off. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Here's my rate. You so pay full price. So you yeah. got to do. It was. It was. It's difficult to teach that. You just sort of have to have the vision. And I'm. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not trying to boast up Brandon here. But a lot of what I learned <laughs> is from Brandon. Like I even told him yeah. we. We uh, at the Grainwell thing. I was like, you know what, dude? At a, at a meetup that we had, I was like, I'm kind of acting like you now. Like I'm kind of. I'm coming. Uh, I'm becoming I learned, a woo. I learned everything I I know from. Uh, from the rattlesnake church, you know what I mean. Brandon's got a great <laughs> I know business how to, mind. I know, yeah, for real. I can get I can get people to uh, pick up huh. rattlesnakes. You can, anyways. You got me to shoot rattlesnakes. Uh, yeah. So so, uh, so so things anyway. are going well. So you're you're jamming. You got some yeah. projects. You're you've got you're starting Absolutely. to fall into a workflow. Is it? Talk a little bit more about your current state. What's and where can people find you? What's your website? What sure, are you guys sure, sure. doing? Can people hire you if you're coming in from out of town? Let's say right now we got a listener. He's a you know running a production company from uh, you know Kansas. He's shooting a project in Cincinnati. He needs a, a DP. 
talk about that. Right. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so RudyHarrisPhoto.com right now. I still have to redevelop it because I'm I am so jammed with work. Because right now it is just me. Mm-hmm. Um, my new brand is just Rudy Harris. I dropped the photo, but the website still is RudyHarrisPhoto.com. Uh, just because I do a lot of video and photos, so I felt the photo was kind of a little weird. And I thought about becoming a production company. And one of my good friends, Austin, was a, he's a branding guy. He's like, just be you, man. Just be your name. Like you can just say produced by Rudy. Mm. Well, we got a we got a chime in situation here. It's my heart monitor. <laughs> Is it you? No, it's not me. Some sort of alarm going off. Ah, that was me. Mm. Sorry, Brandon. Nice. Sorry about that. It's all right. It's always times up. Sorry. Is that is that it? Anyway, so no, yeah, so you're right. saying you, you you decided to nix the uh, yeah, but so company. Well, nix the become, yeah, yeah, just be me. Yeah. So RudyHarrisPhoto.com, Instagram, everything, just uh-huh. Rudy Harris Photo, Facebook, Smart. all that sort of stuff. Um, but so yeah, I mean, I am jammed right now. I'm about to hire somebody to be a second, a second Rudy, a Rudy Junior. Even though I'm already a Rudy <laughs> Junior, a Rudy the Third. Yeah. Uh, but just because we are so jammed up and things are only looking better, and it literally all nice. came from one meeting. Our That's goal great. for last year was to have 30 percent of our gross revenue, not net, just gross revenue, come from commercial work from uh-huh. the Rudy Harris quote unquote brand. It was the exact opposite. It was 70%. Wow. So it was like, all right, that's awesome. And now we are continually jamming and getting new projects. There's not days where it's like, oh, no, which is great, but it's also, oh, no, because it's just me. Like I told Alex, it's like, well, we were going to have coffee earlier, and I'm like, I can can only see you one time today. (laughs) Like I can't do two meetings. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're not special enough. Uh, (laughs) Anybody can only have too much out. Right, yeah. But it's like I got somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10 to 12 videos to edit as I sit here. So, okay, so you started in photography and you did the wedding, then you moved to commercial photography. How did you get into the video side? You worked with him at this company. Yeah, so I actually graduated with a video degree, an audio video degree, which um, for listeners out there, I highly recommend some sort of secondary education, but at Uh the same time, I know people that get doctorates in video and they don't know how to shoot uh-huh. or edit or anything. So, can you do that? Can you be a PhD a in video? Yeah, I know a girl. No. I swear, I swear to no, you, she was not an intern. A thing. She's a teacher. It's, it's not video. It's yeah. like film. Yeah, yeah, it's sure, a film sure. degree, and she sure. doesn't know how to do any it's of like it. Appreciation but she can and teach critique, it. right? Yeah. Which yeah. that's cool. Whatever. That's what you don't need. But if you yeah. actually want, I to could shoot, do that. I could do that. You got to get out there. I could be. I feel like in my old age, I think I could settle into being a professor. Doctor Ferris. I don't know. I don't know about Doctor Ferris. Doctor Brandon. Doctor, do you concur? <laughs> I do. I do concur. But anyways, uh, no. But <laughs> so yeah, I studied. I studied just a two-year trade school kind of a thing. Okay. And got a degree in video production. Uh, it was not a great school. It wasn't a bad school, but it yeah. wasn't a great school. And I'll just keep that nameless. Uh, but. At the same time, all the professors and all the teachers had their own production companies. Oh, wow. So they were offering me, hey, you want to come out and play? I was like, absolutely. So that was the big thing is getting out there and playing. So I graduated uh, with a degree or whatever as the audio-video student of the year. Not to say anything. Which they almost didn't give it to me because I was in San Francisco on a shoot when they were graduating. And they're like, you have to be there. And I'm like, I'm going for the thing you trained yeah. me and like, <laughs> screw that. Yeah. But I got it. Mail so it whatever. to me. Yeah. Right, exactly. But uh, so anyways, we uh, I started working at a ministry and that ministry is loosely tied to this company that uh-huh. I started working with where we met Brandon. Yeah. And that is where the trail gotcha. picks up. So video came first, photography video. came after as a money making. Well, I convinced my dad yeah. right, bef- right before graduating that I should really have a digital SLR. Mm. 
I was like, was this around me. the time of the five D's and the no? Well, it was it was five D. Okay, but I didn't I didn't he wasn't gonna buy at that point. It was like the five D. Five D was now. super expensive though. Back oh, then. it was like five thousand yeah, bucks, and he's yeah. like, you, you had a set, didn't you have seven D? I got a twenty D. Twenty D. The twenty D. Eight point two megapixel. I still have never understood their numbering system. No, I don't seems either. like you, you think s- twenty would be bigger you than start five, one yeah. and twenties. No, like well, the one D, one D it's but if you think about it, like it's number one uh, okay, kind of a thing, you. then All it right. makes sense. Makes but sense. even though everybody's pretty much five D, like then, sports yeah. shooters are one Ds, everybody else is but sixty D is better than twenty D, right? Oh, I mean, but sixty, yeah, well, know. it's at it's less than five USA. Yeah. We'll, Can you we'll work this those? out. We'll work this out. Yeah. Anyway, so he bought you a DSLR. Yeah, and he shouldn't have. Like, really, it was a stupid. It worked out, but it was really a bad. Was this like financially? 12 megapixel and you're like 8.2 yes! oh, oh 8.2 what? was it was sick 1.8 inch screen that's 4k nice. yeah it is <laughs> which that's always yeah. my favorite thing to explain to people like that's higher than 4k they're like what do you mean yeah no, that doesn't make oh. any sense in the still realm that's a nerdy it's, thing yeah. but whatever we know that yeah yeah, yeah we it's, know that 4k is old guys it's yeah. about 8k oh yeah 8k it's about 8k, 8K. Ooh, 20k we're gonna get into that in a second 40k <laughs> <laughs> But so yeah, so I bought a video, uh, bought a still camera and a video camera, the uh, Canon ZR10, ooh, pretty sweet mini DV. You had to yeah. flip it over and put the tape in the bottom. Uh-huh. It was sick. It's got a Z in nice. it. Nice. It had a Z. I mean, what what's better? But anyways, our uh, friends in New Zealand call it the ZR10. Yeah, the Z. Nice. Um, but so, got a job at a ministry just as an intern. Then actually got a job, which is also where I met my wife. Mm. It's all everything's a big story. I actually connected. traced my entire story back to my sister. We won't go into this, but my sister. Going to school yeah. with one girl in third grade, literally. Try nice. to do that later. Just trace your entire story back, and it wow. comes down to blow one event. Mind. It'll blow your mind. Like if anything doesn't, whatever. That's your. It all that's changes. your big bang. Right that there. is my big nice. bang. Was my sister's nice. best friend in third grade. That's yeah. awesome. Which Angie Bromet. To if you're say it like, wait a second. Kind of weird. Don't, don't <laughs> say it like that. She don't was not your big bang. Yeah. That's yeah, not. That got weird. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, uh, thank you to Berkshire for these labs. Oh, yeah. but by the way, speaking of, what yeah. do you guys think? Now it's that we've good. settled in a little bit. It's good, yeah. it's. I really like it. It's very alcoholy, like right on, on the off the bat. Alcoholy? You know, it's like bourbon. What do you but, but you know what I mean. It's not like... I don't. I think it's nice. It's sweeter, I would. I would agree with the description that it is a rich and complex mm. with hints of toffee and spice. Just like me. That was the worst way to describe an alcoholic beverage. It's yeah, really alcoholy. alcoholy. It's really, but you it's know, alcoholy. like alcoholy, like rubbing. For a guy that does a bourbon <laughs> podcast, you would think you would have a better. Oh, hey, I never claimed alcoholy. to be an expert in this stuff. Yeah, we're not experts. But you're by 41 any deep. Means. You but should we, be. But we like the expert. sauce for sure. We do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. Awesome. No, I mean, like, I don't know. It some tastes bite. Like, it's got a bite. Massachusetts. It's got some bite. There's a little fire, but bourbon has fire. There's a lot of fire in bourbon. Oh goodness. You know what I mean. So sweeter than others, but continue. Yeah, let's get back. So, yeah. so you got the 60D. Dad bought you the thing, and you got the ZR10. And ZR10. Yeah. You start shooting bands. You start shooting nature. What bands, because the ministry was yeah. a was a uh, concert venue. Sure. Oh, so cool. I got all my teeth sharpened shooting bands, national bands, right. local bands, so, all sorts of stuff. All the locals were like, yeah. "We got to get Rudy Harris to shoot all this stuff right. for mm. me." So you perfected the rad up angle guitar oh, shot yeah. with lens flare HDR, coming out the back. Ugh. <laughs> I go. still like HDR. <laughs> Don't let anybody convince you differently. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I did a whole bunch of band stuff, and then eventually- uh, Both stills and video, or just one of the Just other? stills. Just stills, okay. Just stills. Yeah. Although, if yeah. Seabird, the band Seabird, which you're friends yeah, with, yeah. like well, your cousins. My, they're my yeah. cousins. They're my family, yeah. I shot a music video for them, and they never used it, which Aww. is really on me. 
Like, you know, because it's like, yeah. I'm not saying it was great. I'm sure if I look back, I'd be like, you were right in not using that. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, we all have so, those projects. Oh, we do. You just bury those. Those but, are the ones that are for the meal, usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those were before the meal. That was, yeah. when, you're, that was when you're drinking when milk you, all yeah, night. Yeah. when you were not eating. You didn't have tea. Yeah. yeah. But so eventually I... Uh, I got an offer from the president of the company that me and Brandon worked at, and then mm-hmm. I actually worked both places for a while, like three days and two days, Wow! which was from like a 40-minute drive between the two, but eventually stuff happened, life happens, mm-hmm. moved, became a full-timer down at that other production company down here in downtown Cincinnati, and then uh, basically got fired, yeah. and more now or less. And now you're here, but, on your I'm own. Here, which I feel like I've made it. Killing, I told Alex this yesterday when he asked, because I mean, you're, you're doing all this cool stuff. You're doing all this cool stuff. I'm over here like doing some pretty cool stuff, but it's always for free, which I feel like you're a cool stuff. Truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, man, I looked at my wife. I was like, I'm going to do a podcast with Brandon and Alex. And she thought you were a different guy, by the way, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. She's like, oh, I like Alex. And I was like, you've only met him once. How do you know? But anyways. Yeah. Uh, she so, knows. Yeah. Oh, she knows. She knows. <laughs> Everybody knows. Yeah. But so yeah, it was. Uh, I feel like I made. It. I feel like this is it. <laughs> That's what this you said. Nice. And I told this you, I was like, That's all so weird to hear. Well, here, but you know what? <laughs> but it's the, cool. But here's here's the thing, though. I mean, and I think, in a sense, you know, not because of the show, but because of your story. Sure. And I think that the, to the listeners, you have made it. You've you've hustled. Yeah. You've hustled from from education to to figuring it out, doing it on your own, getting your hands dirty. Going from one place to the next, and that's how people build their career. That's how they build their point of view. That's how they build right. their voice. I mean, Alex, you—the yeah. first time me and you worked together, you were a grip or a gaff or something like I that. I was talking to what, maybe my wife or my mom or a yeah. friend or somebody recently, and we were kind of discussing, you know, tracing back sure. the path, sure. how how you got to where you how, were, how you to third how grade, you, your, your best big friend. bang with me. I was trying to find my <laughs> big bang with Brandon. Uh, triple B there. Um, no, but I was just kind of re- rehashing. The path, and it all just comes down to a strong foundation. Though we, yeah. we were talking right. the whole analogy, like you know, okay, you go straight up, and you don't have a strong foundation, you're just gonna yeah. fall over. Uh, so doing all those freebies and the grip jobs and the electric jobs, building the relationships, AC jobs, building the, your network and your yep. base, a strong foundation is really, really important. Yeah, I got so I got into the the industry through uh, through a connection with um, with a guy named Craig who had a production company here in town a long yeah. time ago. He's now out in Denver. And um, because I was, I went on, I PA'd on a shoot with him. It was a man on the street thing. I'm outgoing. I easily walked up to people and said, hey, can you come talk to us? Mm. He was blown away by my ability to get people to talk. Your openness. And uh, <laughs> the, the DP yeah. the DP on the shoot was Mark Denny. Oh, really? And Mark Denny said, hey, time. there's a job as an editor at uh, Zone CG. And that's how I ended up getting there. And nice. so, and then. Do we want to talk know, about that show you edited? No, God no. <laughs> Are you sure? That was sausage. Yeah, uh, sausage and scandal. It was, it was pretty um, good. Whoa, that sounds yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's anyway, awesome. That's a podcast. Yeah. In, okay. uh, anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah. All that said, I think that's the thing that you know, listeners, to be encouraged mm-hmm. that you know this isn't you don't just overnight gain a point of view in right. the industry and a position where you get hired yeah. all the time. Or have, have the network in order you have to get to, the job. Yeah, you have to I mean, network, you have to hustle, you have to prove yourself, you have to make every project better than the next. And then 5, 10, 15 years down the road, you look back and you're like, oh, look at this career yeah, I've built. Right. And wow, I have, well, a, I have a point of view as a director or as a DP yeah. or you know, there's people who hire me for my look. I think the, the beauty of this industry is being able to say successful 
means so many different things. Successful doesn't mean, hey, you know, I shot the new Star Wars. It could mean, hey, I was full time for 10 years at this production right. company, went off on my own, right. built my own client base, and now I'm self sufficient. I can support my family. Right. Off of my freelance yeah. salary, yep. so that could be your version of success. That's the the cool thing. That's the, we we've been doing business coaching, like I said, and we have told us we we taught this couple in Chicago about the uh-huh. photography side of things, and I was like, "What's your goal?" I was like, "You should have a goal for your week, a goal for your month, goal for your." I mean, it can be as simple as like finish said project. That's my goal for the mm-hmm. week. But like we, I said, you know, think of fiscal goals, think of personal goals, think of client goals. Like mm-hmm. my big goal this year is to land a big fish and my big fish i don't really have one in mind but just not just local ties something that has a bigger tie than just a local 800 pound tuna yeah i want yeah. a tuna i want a big tuna yeah <laughs> i don't want a can of tuna i want a big tuna the silver you know tuna I mean? sure whatever kind of tuna <laughs> really it can be pink no i'm just kidding uh but anyway so but just foundations do you know that you remember the first time we met uh do you remember what that shoot was because I was shooting photos, you were shooting video. You had to borrow gaff tape from me. It was for a beauty salon, and it was like the whole ah, sunscreen thing. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That I remember. It was very weird. It was. It was a weird That shoot. was a long time ago. It took about a few years. For, uh, yes. for, for Alma. Alma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Some just, promo just, stuff. We wasn't just, it for like... Uh, like, like uh, Sunless Tanner. Yeah. Or, was, no, well, was, part of it was. That's what, it was for like bikini waxing, right? Kind was, of, yes. Well, they were in bikinis, but it was sunless tanning. <laughs> yeah. Three girls on the gotcha. street of Wasana yeah. Avenue in Cincinnati where cars are just like in a wreck. Like, <sighs> yeah. what's happening? Look at yeah. Oh, that yeah, was funny. It was, it was weird. It was very weird. Yeah, what a funny anyway, throwback. Yeah. That's a throwback. Hey, today's Thursday. It's throwback Thursday. Hey, <laughs> what do you know? So, uh, so anyway, speaking of throwback, uh, yeah. let's throw it back to, uh, I want to throw it back to cameras. Oh, even though sure. I, you're usually the camera guy, Alex. That's fine. Hey, but, um, lead it off. I think we, I, we talked I, about this before we got in. Well, I think yeah. I noticed that yeah. you were shooting out shooting with the Black Magic. Yes. Did you rent it? Did you buy it? I just bought the Ursa Mini, the All 4K. Right. 4K. Okay. okay. The 4K right now. Um, eventually this year we might do the 4.6, um, mm. possibly. The 4.6 has a little more dynamic range. We're getting nerdy on it. The, the, new, <laughs> the new sensor. Yeah. 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 So I've seen um, good things about it. Yeah, I've seen lots of good things. The 4K and Black Magic would be the first people I hope to be honest and just say, yeah, we have had some issues. We've gotten some bad reviews. Right. It's a great camera, but at the same time, there are there's workarounds. But there's I found like whenever trying to get a perfect camera, quote unquote, it's there's this is not possible. There's nothing. No. The thing that I like, the thing that I was drawn to for the Ursa Mini um, specifically is its form factor is really nice. Um, its usability is super simple, super easy to play with. Yeah. Um, you can get it in either an EF or PL mount. I have all EF glasses. I'm a photographer, so I have all the L series. So I was like, mm. do that. And even now, yeah. I mean, everybody's producing L series. I mean, yeah. EF mount stuff. Yeah. So good stuff, too. You can get Leica stuff and EF mount. And yeah, you can get everything. just everything now. So the thing that I really liked about Ursa that I found, personally anyways, um, even with their old sensor, because it's basically, the, it's just the BM, you know, it's the From the production cinema camera. camera. It's the production yeah, yeah. camera. It's the same sensor. Mm-hmm. But there is something that looks a little bit more lifelike um even like sony looks awesome all these the a7 that was my other like going back and forth between the two Mm. but having xlrs in the camera xlr inputs was nice all this ergonomics was a little bit better but big time was just when i looked compared i like digital slr stuff just because it's so easy and like let's just go and shoot and you Mm -hmm. get some quality stuff 
But even A7, like to me, and this is just really nerdy and like specific to me, I can always tell when it's like you shot that on an SLR. I feel like this. You know what I mean? I like, it's like, like that's this, an SLR. It looks uh, good, but it's an SLR. I feel yes. like, it doesn't look production quality. It looks SLR quality. I feel like yes. the Sony stuff, though, is almost like Sony has that like hyper real thing yeah. that's like, right? it's almost like. I don't like it. Like yeah, yeah. it's just kind of like it's almost like too good. I talk about that a like, lot. Yes. Make di- like make it worse. <laughs> right. And Clients, it's not because yeah. f- film. Like I shoot a lot of like physical film yeah. cameras. I have mm-hmm. a Hasselblad. I love shooting with that thing. And actually, my wife's gonna let me buy a new camera. Nice. Uh, but anyways, I'm not sure what I'm gonna <laughs> buy yet. But film looks like film. Like what I tell mm-hmm. people is digital cinema, digital film. Yeah. All that is re- is digital representing light, whereas analog film is Capture. capturing light. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different thing. So Interacting with the Black Magics, yeah. I personally found that all their stuff, other than one specific camera, and I don't want to throw them under the bus. I just don't like it. I've used it. Don't like it. Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Ooh, nah, not good. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's they all look a little bit more cinematic film-like, straight uh-huh. out of the box. Once you throw in that raw, yeah. The highlight oh roll gosh. off, the color rendition, yeah. everything all looks that. a little bit yeah. better. The sun, a little I mean, bit of grain. You're not. Bit. We're not trying to get into the airy and the in the reds and all that stuff. Yeah. That's totally different ballpark for yeah. me. Like if I'm if I'm DPing my own shoot mm-hmm. or you know because I get a lot of clients where I'm the producer, director, editor, everything. If the budget is small, it's usually a talking head kind of a thing. It's a smaller production. Mm. It can be a bigger one. And the Black Magic had diversity. You know, it had those legs to go either way. Because you yeah. throw on a Zeiss Super Speed or something like that onto that Black Magic, suddenly it's awesome. Do you already. find? Because when I was at NAB last year, I looked at the the Mini. Do you find it? Because it's all digital digital controls, right? Yes. Is that like it's annoying? What happens when that goes down? Like you don't have a plan B, right? It's annoying. That's the one bad part. Because that was that the thing that I was like, switches. I was like, all buttons and it's all yeah. touchscreen. And yeah. the thing that really blows, like, the, I don't want to say really blows, but they didn't. I think they were just like, let's throw it together and here you go. Mm. Is that they didn't put like an ND in camera ND would have right. been sick. That's why. Uh, yeah. That's like, why I love my switches to change yeah. to like when I'm shoulder rigged. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought all the shoulder rigging and everything. And it's great. It feels mm. good. It's really light on your shoulder. And I need to change the ISO because it's too bright. I have to take it off of my shoulder. Look at the side of it. Flip uh, open yeah. the screen. Go to the touch screen. Mm. So it's a little workaround. If the white balance is off, let me right. take it off my shoulder. Flip it open. Change it. Ooh. Whereas I would rather just go. Here's my preset switches yeah. A Boom. B A B. Yeah, it's a little or, easier. Well, but it's uh, again, there's yeah. no perfect camera. You have to work. Well, on everything, but if there but was, they should have done a few. Yeah, was, or they could have just put in just some hard controls, like right. on the like on the C100. I know some of the other mm. cameras. That, yeah, it's just. You're filming, you just literally, you can feel it. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, boom, adjust, boom, adjust. Yep, that's what you know, I mean, Flip, yeah. ND. Do you, all um, so are you using the screen on it, or do you have an EVF, or? I bought, I didn't buy their EVF just because yeah. I do have SLR, so uh-huh. I was like, why buy a $1,500 EVF? I know it's perfect, and it fits perfectly for them, so I bought a, uh, it's a Cineroid, it's ah, a little four-inch. Yeah, I know. That. It yeah. looks great. It does HDMI and HDSI, mm-hmm. SDI. Um, so you can go out to a monitor if you want. Yeah, or, so yeah. I can use my 5D if I want to use the 5D for a shoot and still have an EVF. I can mm-hmm. use Perfect. my Arista Mini. I can use anything. I can I can plug in a red and put the Cineroid on it, and I have it. So I was like, and it was like $500 cheaper with rigging to do it. And I was like, awesome. mm, I'm winning with that thing. Yes. So yeah. because for me, like last year, I rented all of my video gear yep. every time, and I'm just yep. like, you know what? Sure, it's going to be about a $10,000 investment to buy the camera mm-hmm. plus 
all the extra pieces, including a basic yep. light kit for stuff that I do. And obviously, if it's a big production, I'm going to have to rent just yeah. everybody. I mean, if you have yes. it all, you're a rental house. Like, mm-hmm. those are the only people yeah. that have everything. You're a rental yeah, house. Yeah, you can't really be profitable if you own no. everything. But over the but life that, of your I was projects, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh, I'm spending. You know, I looked at what we just rented last year, and you're like, even not yep. just physically me renting, but renting from an Alex, a DP that comes in and says, I'm bringing my camera. It's this much for it. Yeah. Why don't I buy one? Why yeah. don't I have something? And that's the discussion we had. Um, we had an episode with Lens Pro to Go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Rental versus la- purchase. Last yeah. year's season, and um, I like saying that. Last year's season. <laughs> last season. Uh, yeah. And uh, and there was a great great season discussion one. there uh, we had. So if you're if you're on the fringe of should I buy, should I not, check out the Lens Pro to Go episode. Right. Mm-hmm. And definitely, um, you know, Rudy's pointing in the right direction. Like, you have to outweigh, like, what am I spending versus, you know, what would I Well, you also have to look at, at the scale of your productions. Yeah. So if you're doing a lot of, uh, you know, single-user stuff or small crew stuff, mm-hmm. it might make more sense. Right. If you're doing big stuff and it changes, the camera changes every single shoot, like one day's a red, one day's a black magic, one day's a 5D, one day... It may not make sense. Right. So. Exactly. Well, and, and, make, and make sure, too, and I'm sure you feel this way about the Black Magic, but make sure whatever you invest in that you feel good about and make sure it's for you, it's going to be a workhorse. Right. Yeah. Something that you feel good about shooting tons of, like, whatever you shoot 90% of the time, buy that camera. Don't yes. invest in a weapon. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden, do you You're know? T- doing talking heads do the, on a weapon. Do the c- yeah. community neighborhood yeah. commercial for two grand on a weapon? Yeah, that that financially doesn't make sense. Right, and then you're also just dragging down the right. price. Of that was the big. Pri- that was just <laughs> speaking of that price point. Yeah, for the Ursa Mini. Oh, it's awesome. Three grand to get in at the 4K, and you're like, yeah. how can I go wrong? The only well, I will three say, grand, you got to buy some other stuff to get. Yeah, it where but you I mean, want but it. just body yeah. only. I mean, what's what's a red body only? Oh, your minimum, like the I think the Red Ravens, what five or six grand, yeah. right? So yeah. I mean, you're, you're already more. You need that's just the brand. Yeah, and the right. C three hundred, the brick. C three hundred Mark II is like fifteen. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so you're talking fifteen for any other camera manufacturer, like base model. Yeah, right. So the price point of it was just like ah, I can't pass it up. The Same. one thing I will say, the big big negative for me is it shoots on CFast cards. Very mm. expensive. Oh my god. What are they like? Nine hundred bucks? Or I something bought two hundred twenty-eight gigs, which shooting raw footage, twenty-four yeah, raw, like fifteen up. minutes of footage. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fantastic. It's yeah. like ten or twelve minutes. Oh lord! And I'm shooting like for this uh, brand piece that I'm doing for this cool graphic designer guy, branding guy. Yeah. I'm shooting at sixty frames a second to slow it down and make him look real cool. It's like eight minutes. minutes. <laughs> it's like eight minutes, yeah. and I'm like, all right, I gotta uh, go dump. And that's 228 gig cards, and it was 850 bucks for two cards. Whoa. That's crazy. And that was so the that other was th- the bad. That part was the other it. thing that that pushed, I didn't like that. that pushed me away from that because when I was looking yeah. to upgrade our cameras, um, I was like, okay, do I upgrade? Because we had the C100s. I was like, do we go with the Mark II because mm-hmm. it shoots 60 frames per second? I already love the camera, and it's just a workhorse for like you know brand branded mm-hmm. content type mm-hmm. stuff. Because we always plus up on real shoots anyway with yeah, oh yeah, whatever Alexa or Red, and um. But I was at NAB last year and saw the Mini, and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And the price point was like, what? Mm -hmm. Uh, But then I was like, it was just a couple factors where I was like, man, I was like, the cards. I was like, what if this screen goes down? And I asked the guy, we're at NAB, and like, they're, you know, because at NAB, there's like all these amazing booths and and sections. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I asked the guy, I said, hey, uh, what happens if this screen goes down? And dude just looked at me like deer in the headlights, like, you don't have a camera anymore. Uh, and I was like, "Yep, done." 
Well, yeah. it was, for me, I just couldn't take that chance because I, you know, yeah. I've done this long enough that like I've yep. seen shit go down. Right. You know yeah. what I mean, and so it's for like, every one of my shoots, I bring my Mark III just with gotcha. me. Just, just in case. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't have to because mm. I love the 4K because I have an A yeah. and B camera built in. You know, no, it my, looks awesome. Now, two, did you use that on the? You did a piece, a healthcare piece that had like a basketball arena. That was with the Sony F, uh, the 55. Okay, nice. And Cam Mogadam shot that. Okay, yeah. I directed. You directed. It. There you go. So yeah. basically, yeah, they came be, in yeah. and they were like, "Hey, here's this footage we want you to use for a thing that we're sponsoring this huge event." And I was like, "Do you really want me to use this yeah. high school, literal high school student footage?" And wow. they were to announce that you're awesome. And they were like, "Yeah, probably not." So then I created <laughs> the idea, like, "Why sure. don't we shoot a buzzer beater yeah. scene? It'll be awesome." So yes. like the school that we did it in opened up the entire doors. The entire yeah. student body came for it. It yeah. was awesome. It looks yeah, fantastic. It yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. thanks. But yeah, yeah it was. Job. I was like, yeah. everything's gonna be you, hard. You had, a haze, you had a hazer on that thing, right? Oh, we had a hazer. <laughs> I was like, we had. It looked like the Nirvana's Teen Spirit. Oh, I was, absolutely. <laughs> that was that was my. Uh, I showed them that. And I was they were like, sold. No, it was good. Uh, but yeah, it was all the hazer and all that stuff with the blue streak filter. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a it was a quick. It was a three hour shoot. It was like that's all they had the budget for. We're like, all right, we're in and out. Super small crew. Yeah, yeah just like four guys let's get in and out and it was awesome yeah, which was interesting because yeah, cam mogadam was kind of i've told him this he was my mentor as being a dp uh-huh. yeah, yeah. him and mark denny a little bit but cam sure. mostly and you would think for years he was my boss like yeah, yeah, i was yeah. his second it's like what do you want yeah. you want a coffee i'll go get it <laughs> you would think that i'm the producer director and now he's working for me that there would be some awkwardness he is one of the truest professionals in oh the he's world. great because yeah, yeah. he was just like what do you need yeah he's great rudy does this look good and it's like I've not heard this sentence yeah, come Cam's, out of your mouth. Cam's got, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. weird. He shot. He he was uh, the DP on the um, the video I did for Natalie Stovall, the Mason Jar video yeah. with Old Smoky Moonshine. Turned right. out great. Yeah. Again, so, Hazer, we need to get him on the back show. He hasn't been on the we show. Do. He likes yeah. hazers. So and he, he loves, loves he loves his Sony's yeah, too. He which, his, yeah. yeah, he's a Sony he would be guy. a really good uh, person for that. Um, and we just shot another thing yeah. with a Sony, Sony. for well, Life but he Center, also shoots a ton good. of sports. He does, yes. and Sony's are like hyper real, awesome for sports. Yes, yeah. high speed. Yeah. yeah, let's get him on the show. Let's do it. He's good. That'll be good. Cam, just worked with him. So. We're gonna call you up. I worked with him two uh, weeks ago. But but speaking of, I referenced NAB. Are you guys? You did. Have you guys ever been? Never, and not going. No, not going. Haven't been. Too busy. I'm not going either. Shut up, man. You're going. <laughs> we're going. We are going. Anyway, but, you have, but you've been. I mean, you're you're kind yeah. of like the guru. Well, we're, this is kind of like NAB month. We've been yes. talking about it, um, you know, and so one of the things that, um, you know, I think I can lend to the listeners is how to navigate this behemoth of a show. Mm. You're going to be our Sherpa. Yeah, yeah, I can take you right. on a journey. So Take um, us up the mountainside, dear So Sherpa. one of the things you need to know is, is basically all of NAB surrounds around the exhibit hall. Okay, so it's well, a, like fifty of them. Right? It's a massive trade show in uh, the convention center in Las Vegas, and they have all these floors, all these spaces, and the exhibit hall is where all the companies are, all the booths, all the camera companies, all the software companies, all the film tool companies, sliders, dollies, you name it, they're all there. And what's really cool is they they have these amazing exhibits. So, for instance, last year at the Canon booth. They had four sides to their exhibit. Each side was a scene. One scene to describe was a Jeep, uh, a man and a woman, actual models, yeah. and they were climbing a mountain. They had it rigged to where it was like Stairmasters, so they looked like they were infinitely climbing. Ah. And they had all of their cameras set up, pointing at the scene for you to test. So you're, they're like fake scenes. Yeah. So pre-lit. literally sets. Yeah, pre-lit, right? Four sets, huge sets. 
and all their cameras stationed, and you get behind them, you can test them, take pictures, the whole deal. Yeah. And and the models never break break character; they're just living within their scene. It's like a at a museum, so it's pretty cool. Wow. That's awesome. And that's just Canon. So everybody, Panasonic has their own setup. Black Magic, Red, mm-hmm. they all have their own setups, and that's sort of the big major sort of deals. So here's the first tip: if you're going to NAB, the one thing you need to know is you need to know how to navigate the actual. Show yeah, like okay. what? What if I wanted to see a specific manufacturer or yes. a specific? Are the are the halls split up? Are they? Yes, what's there the deal? there is. Uh, there's essentially a, a map. The way it breaks down is there's like a south hall, a north hall. I'm getting ready to pull it up here. Um, but I'm I'm assuming they're here. broke apart into categories, right? So maybe in one hall you've got cameras, and in one hall you've got kind of software. That's just kind of how I see it in my head. I don't know if that's actually the thing or what to yes. expect. Yes, that's exactly right. And maybe exactly like drone right. is in one, and live event, and a whole you've drone got room, whole drone yes, room, just they, all flying. Yes. Well, they're not. Hails the, your helmet. The drones. You've seen iRobot, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, like the drone exhibit is um, is outside. What? But there is a whole drone no. platform. They where have you a drone go, race. They do. Uh, they do. You seen those? Um, yes. Oh my god. They do teachings on and different things on how to how to you know. Uh, how to fly drones, all that sort of stuff. Little seminars. Yeah. There, yeah. But the so there's it's broken up into pavilions. So you have the the um, the so drone fancy. pavilion. They have what's called the post production campus. This is where you can go actually a couple days before the show. Yeah. And take uh, intensive courses. Last year I took um, like with Adobe. Yeah. Or, last okay. year I took like a 12 hour lighting course with the guy from C47. Wow. Um, Sheffield. Uh, is that right? Sheffield. 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 Wow. Anyway. Uh, and so that was awesome. Yeah. But uh, but here's the thing you need to know: if you want to go and you don't have twenty five hundred dollars, because those courses are expensive, yes. right? If you don't have twenty five hundred dollars, just go and get the exhibit pass for exhibit hall. Yes. Because within that, you get uh, you get access to all the booths, and at every booth, they usually do a thirty minute teaching or whatever mm-hmm. throughout the day. And you get access to the overall show sessions, and there's there's teachings within there. And then you get access to all of the, the, the platforms. So, like, the post-production world has what they call their theater, and they do teachings every 30 minutes. Yeah. So that all comes with the, with the main pass that's, like, I think 150 bucks. You know what else you bucks. could do? Is you could start a podcast and then gain a listenership and then go on a press pass for free. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> could you? be what you do. So um, I got the map up here. So here's what you need to know. It's broken up into multiple halls. Okay. You have uh, the West Gate, the North Hall, the North Hall meeting rooms, Central Hall, uh, South Hall upper, and South Hall lower. So typically uh, where you want to be if you're in film production is Central Hall. So it's massive. You're going to find Canon, GoPro. You're going to find Panasonic, all Sony. You're going to find all the major, uh, all the major camera manufacturers, all the film tools, SERP sliders, uh, Kessler sliders, physical gear, or most physical gear. Yes, you name name a company, they're going to be uh, in film production. Matthews stands, uh, light panels, anybody like that is going to be on the central hall. That's where that is going to go down, and every hall has food. I mean, it's crazy. Um, and there's drones. That's all uh, in, like, the Ronin in camera stabilization. That's all Central Hall, okay? Mm. Sure. So you can literally spend one day uh-huh. on Central Hall. Now, here's a tip. Monday. Pro tip. Monday. 
Pro tip. Monday is the absolute worst day to get your hands on anything. Because that's the kickoff, right? Everybody is everybody's on the floor. Everybody wants to see the new camera. Uh-huh. Everybody wants to get their hands on it. The line to touch the Ursa Mini, it was like 20 deep. Really? To get wow. in line to Just actually touch it. touch it and see how it works. Uh, to break the screen, you had to be 20 yes. people back. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. And uh, so there's like a whole deal. And, um, and so here's what I recommend. Yeah. I recommend when you go to NAB Monday, let that be your overview. That's your scout day. Okay, so that's when you're going to peruse. Sure, uh-huh. you're going to hit the floor, and you're not really going to jump into any one booth. You're just going to walk the floor because it takes forever to walk. You're going to walk, and you're going to make some notes. I want to come back. I want to look at that later, and do that sort of thing. So, so you you're don't gonna have to deal with the crowds. Scout day Monday, or you can just wear a flu mask and cough a lot, <laughs> and everybody gets so everyone way. gets good everywhere. idea. <laughs> so, uh, so that's that's Central Hall. Now, when you go to the South Hall, you want to go to. I believe it's the South Hall Upper, I think. South Hall Upper. Man, this is massive. Or it could be, man, it could be South Hall Lower. Is this going to be software, I'm guessing? Yes. This this one is the software and... so what? Adobe, Blackmagic, yes, Apple. Yeah, actually. So even though Blackmagic makes actually, cameras, the they also anyway. they also make DaVinci. Um, DaVinci. Yeah. So they're on the software side. So is Red. Yeah. They're on the software well, side. Well, they've got Red Cineax Pro. Yeah. And, and so and you've got things. Adobe and you've got you know Final Cut and you know all these people. Um, you know people selling the the Wacom tablets, Wacom tablets, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's all happening on the south. Um, and so that's where that all goes down, and it's definitely super yeah. nerdy. Sweet. Like so that's us. where like where Ryan, uh, where Ryan Wolfolk, animator, and all his friends, they all hang out there, uh, and they're like school talking about like, plugins yeah. and you know, nice. key key points. You want to actually plug jammers, something in. Yeah. So I'm going to spend yeah. my time in the main hall. Yeah. You know, playing with the toys. Exactly. Yeah. So um, now that one, that that floor is a little more navigatable. You know, it's not as crazy. Um, navigable navigable it's not as crazy as the main central hall it's it's a little more um people don't rush to it people love rushing to the drones the gopros the ronins all the toys right so does Um, do the crowds drop off after a certain point they do does it become more yes it's it's literally sequentially every day monday's crazy tuesday's a little nicer wednesday you can pretty much do whatever you want yeah thursday everyone's gone nice and then the the festival ends on uh, on Thursday, right? Yeah, Friday, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I would I would say overview on Monday, Tuesday, really dig in the places you want to check out, uh-huh. um, and then you know, you we, can you can really in two day, if you're going just to kind of like experience it and see some stuff, uh-huh. you can do it in two days. So you could fly in on say Sunday night, do Monday, Tuesday, and fly out on Wednesday if you wanted to. You could probably do it pretty cheap. Yeah. But otherwise, Wednesday, you know, you could do uh, overview Monday, and then Wednesday do Central Hall all production gear, and mm-hmm. then um, do post production and uh, software stuff on say uh, Wednesday. But there's different courses, so you can cool. kind of they have a great on their website. They have a great place where you can navigate and build your own yeah. show. Put a star next to all the exhibitors you want to go to. Put a Create star a next road to the map for yeah, you. Exactly. So nice. speaking of that, we've uh, we we've had a few meetings here in the last couple of weeks, and yeah, we've man. kind of been lining out our plan. For our listeners. Yes. So we get in Sunday night, and we're going to- We're going to be there. This kickoff thing. Yep. 
Showstoppers. Showstoppers. It's a major press event. Yeah. So we're going. Uh, FTB podcast is press. We've got our press passes. We are press. We are and, news uh, media, yeah. according to our badges. And yeah. so we're going to go. We're going to be able to talk to all the companies before the, yes. the floor even opens. So we might be able to even bring you some exclusive content. We like might. via Twitter and uh, yeah. and Instagram, like as it's happening. Exactly. But so. overview for the show. So we get in Sunday night. Yep. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're going to be dropping... New episodes. New episodes, yep. Three new episodes. Every day. Monday's going to be an overview. Yep. So Monday is going to be Boom. the buzz on the floor. What are people yes. talking about? You know, yes. We're going to go up to regular people, filmmakers why are you like here? us, like Rudy. Why are you here? Where are you from? Oh, What's you're going from on? Kansas? What yeah. do you do? Oh, you're DP. Sweet. What do you want to see? Exactly. Stuff and we'll like hear that. the buzz. And if there's a certain buzz we hear over and over again, we'll, we'll chase down that we exhibit check and it check it out. So that's kind of an overview. Tuesday, we're going to well, be doing- Well, wait a second. No, why? Pack up. Because on Monday, after the show, oh. is the kickoff party. The NAB show kickoff party. Yeah, it's at the- it's like at the, the big it's official- It's at the marquee at the Cosmopolitan. Yes. It's, like a, it's going to be a dance. I'm going to be dancing. The dancing night away. my ass off. Dancing it's going to be great. Away. Uh, yeah, so our day is going to be very long. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, at yes. FDB Podcast, you will see- Brandon and hopefully Alex uh, just getting it on the dance it's floor. It's going to take a lot of bourbon to get me on that. Well, dance I will floor. be on the dance floor. You're a dancing machine. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Anyway, so uh, yeah. and that's a good point. So that's the best way to keep up to date the in the moment, at the very instant reviews, tips, photos, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, is our Twitter and our Instagram at yeah. FTB Podcast. So, so if you want to see it right away. With that said, yes, we have in our audience today, right here on the show, we do Uh-oh. a filmmaker. Oh. And a listener. And a listener. Mm-hmm. What do you want us to cover? We're bringing the show to you. Yeah. What are the As things, a listener, from what a are the things you're interested in? POV, what would you want to hear? Well, I am a gear nerd. Really? Yeah. Huh. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, so, new stuff. All right. Okay. New stuff. Updates. Okay, you want to go new stuff like... Red cameras and lenses, or you want to go film tools like sliders and dollies? Cameras and, and lenses. Okay. Because honestly, I feel like the sliders, dollies, and stuff like that. Like I know that you, everybody's always said, like, what else could they do? But it's like, mm. man, the tools out right now, they're great. You can do a lot of really sweet stuff. Like the revolutionary company to me is the uh, Edelkrone stuff. Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, very good. So smart. Everything yep. they do is like you're brilliant, super yeah. brilliant. After that, I saw that. I'm like, there's nothing new. That's it. That's yeah. We can stop. Focus on cameras and lenses. But, so cameras yeah. and lenses, for me, are a little more... I know there's more stuff we yeah, can do, obviously. Sure. But every new, sensor and every... Yeah, you know. There's new... I mean, we're moving to 8K as being standard, and you're Crazy. moving to all this stuff. You're getting low-budget anamorphic options. Right. Super 16 yeah. lenses. I mean... Right. So that stuff. The camera okay. stuff would definitely cool. be... All right. Any specific ones you're looking at? Anything you're, you've heard about or anything? I want to see what Canon's going to do. All right. I feel like they're going to drop something. Promise they're not though. Really? I'm pretty sure that they just released mm-hmm. a statement saying they're promising not to drop anything new. I yeah, could be but, wrong. Yeah, but when you, when you put out a press release and promise not to drop anything new, you might That's be dropping so something yeah. major. That's weird. Yeah. Why even talk like, about? Why it? even talk about? Yeah, it? because people are expecting it. Uh, I'd like to see if Blackmagic, because I just updated literally yesterday my firmware on my Blackmagic because it was freaking out and had a little issue. I'd like to see if they resolve any issues. Okay. And they actually release, like, here's when our camera will be readily available. Because I had right. to wait for mine, the 4.6, you're having to wait still. Sure. Something like that. What? I, f- I found a post on a Canon uh, EOSHD.com. Um, Tim Smith from Canon says, we should expect to see, quote, low-cost, high-quality offerings, plus a, quote, surprise from Ooh. Canon themselves at the show. 
which starts on the 16th. Huh. You so know, I'm wrong. You know what I think? They, they're going to be dropping a 16K. You know what I think they're going to do? 20 stop. Yeah, you know well, what I think? I think they're going to. I think they're going to break out like a like a 4K mini that's like, like a, a drone capable. That's like a drone capable uh, GoPro killer. They could. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? But I would like to see something still with. I'm gonna like I'm the an black interchangeable magic micro guy. though. I want I want some interchange. Yeah, like if they did yeah. a black magic mini, I mean a Canon C mini. Yeah, that would be sweet. Would that be. could be with inner with yeah. uh, internal NDs. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, hmm. cameras, good cameras. That's right. me though. But all at right, the same we'll time, it. you know, program. I mean, sure. I edit still. I edit all most of my own stuff. Yeah, I'll it's tell you what. Me, but one of the things that came out last year that that I use all the time. I don't know if you guys use it. Is Morph Cut. No idea what it's this phenomenal. Is. It's on pe- Premiere. People use have Premiere? a lot of issues yeah, with but that. No, no. Morph Cut yeah. is amazing. No, I use it all the time. False. You're wrong. No, Alex. You're wrong. I'm Listen, always wrong. It's, you you got to know how to use it. I'm always wrong. He's wrong more than always. <laughs> but Morph, Morph Cut. Here's the beautiful thing about Morph Cut is if you have a, if you have a whether it's a one or two camera shoot, whatever mm-hmm. camera is locked down, it can't sure. be on a slider. But if you have a locked down camera, and if you have an angle that's Anywhere close to being the same. If you know, if the person's here, you know, if they're like, you know, straight on, and then they're at 100, 180 degrees, it's not going to work. But if there are two shots that are straight on, and you're cutting between clips, you can literally use Morph Cut. It'll do the analytics, and it'll make it a seamless splice. To where, guys, if you're you're not able to see this, but I just did this mouth sure, no, motion. I, I think they got your it. mouth actually yeah. morphed. I did to a the mouth motion to yes. show. But anyway, the two clips literally—they uh, morph. You you can't tell that you can't tell it's a cut. Yeah. Interesting. But the, the, here's the trick: you have to you have to play with it. So you're when you drop on the morph cut, it's like it's like maybe you know five frames. Mm-hmm. You have to you know stretch it out, lower it down. You got to tweak it, let it render, play it, tweak it, let it render, and then get it just right. But mm-hmm. it works and it's awesome. See, I've heard issues recently uh, with they'll they'll put it on. It won't work. They'll close the program when they try to open up that program file. If it has a morph cut in it, Adobe will not open the pro- mm. the file. That's just Adobe. So they have to actually. That's just an Adobe quirk. Open up Adobe and then go file open, navigate to the thing, open that. Never like had it's a it. weird. Never had weird that problem. Thing. I yeah. use it all the time. Huh. Yeah, on like branded content, sort of documentary stuff. Use it all the time. Good. That's good and uh, but anyway, all that to say, Excellent. that was one of the things that came out was their their new color suite mm, and sure. the new color tools and all that stuff. And, and that was really cool. So you can use um, LUTs now in yeah. in Premiere, yeah. which is fantastic. So That's I'm nice. excited yeah. to see that type of stuff and see what's out there. And I always enjoy coming across that new little company. I think a couple years yeah. ago. That's when you know SERP introduced into the market, and they Magic do the carpet. sliders and the Magic Carpet and all that. There's a lot of these little boutique companies that they'll have a small little booth, and you might not notice them, but then all of a sudden you walk by and you're like, "What is that?" And then you discover something awesome. Right. So mm-hmm. what I want to you know do is I want to bring that to the listeners. I want to try to find these sort of hidden gems that you would never know about. Diamonds in the rough. They don't have yeah. the money to be on the front of Video Maker Magazine or Filmmaker Magazine. Or have a giant booth at the front of the yeah. entrance. Yeah. I want to try to bring a little small diamonds amongst larger diamonds. Yeah. I want to bring yeah. a little diamond in the rough. <laughs> so, yeah. What about you, Alex? What are you What are you trying to find what uh, you there. know me i'm with rudy on this one i'm a i'm a huge gear nerd mm-hmm. so i'm gonna be hitting up and bringing our listeners red canon sony yeah. all the lenses i really want to see what's going on in the led world uh, mm-hmm. as far as lighting sure somebody hitting up light gear checking out see if they have any new offerings their light ribbon and light mat all that yeah. is extremely useful we just i had a shoot 
last Friday where we used a light gear, light ribbon, like a six inch by four inch patch yeah. to simulate the light from a, a computer screen. It was awesome. fantastic. Yeah, the LEDs last year were pretty rad and there's a bunch of new ones yeah. this year. So that, that'll be cool to check out. Absolutely. The space where I'm going to hang out, and uh, it'll be interesting to get your feedback on this, Rudy, is I'm going to be hanging out in the new VR room, Ooh. the new VR floor, which is all virtual reality. Uh-huh. Well, and so my thought is this year's going to be pretty heavy. Um, there's going to probably be a lot of VR cameras, how to shoot VR. I know there's yeah. a lot of courses talking about workflow for VR. Now, the reason I'm interested so much is because my production company, uh, LeapFrame, is a part of a, a larger uh conglomerate and leap agency mm-hmm. has a whole development wing of programmers and we actually in at the 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 hq in louisville they have a um a kind of a sandbox play area so we have an oculus we have a bunch of vr stuff and we've actually pitched some vr stuff to clients yeah. so i'm going to kind of my goal i have to report back with drew our head of technology and kind of be like hey here's where we're landing on cameras so we might actually invest and buy a vr camera wow like not like, at NAB, but we're going to be shopping. Yeah, yeah. We're like shopping. Nokia has an offering for yeah. a VR camera. Yeah, we just got yeah. invited to to have a, a, a private meeting with them. Yes, which we should take advantage yeah. of. One thing, I want to take advan- or, uh, an opportunity real right quick. now. Go ahead. What are your thoughts on VR? You're a gear dude. You're a camera guy. So what do you I think? I love pushing technology. Like I like that. Like I recently did a shoot with a dude, and he was telling me how stupid 4K is, and I was like, What? Why? And then I proved to him why it was good, and he's like, no sense. oh, oh yeah. And I was like, you got an A and B locked in right away. Mm-hmm. So everything's 1080. I'm like, whatever. So that's a whole other point. But I am slightly, like, I talked about film. Like, I like film. Like, yeah. I like loading in film into my Hasselblad, right. shooting, and not knowing if I got the shot. Like, honestly, yeah. it's kind of fun. And then you get it, and you're like, I killed that. That's awesome. Um, I think that although there is always room for new technologies, cinematography is such a ground floor like good i mean breaking bad storyline was awesome cinematography made it the best sure my favorite ever because the cinematography was like this is amazing storyline awesome granted 16 millimeter sure yes so they're shooting so i think that vr is really cool but i also think there's been all sorts of other really cool stuff that eventually becomes like okay Mm. yeah i remember that yeah, you know what I mean. Hey, but it's really cool for now. I'll tell you, speaking, I'm a, I was a skeptic too. I'm a skeptic too. But <laughs> here's realm. the thing: here's it's a brave the, new world. Here's the thing. Yeah, I tried out the ga- the one that works with a Galaxy uh, phone, the sure. cardboard. Yeah, Google and cardboard I, or no, it's a different one. And Samsung I did, VR. Yes, yeah. and I did the, Samsung Gear. Sorry, I did the GoPro experience on the surfboard. Yeah. Dude, I'm a, I'm a believer. Did, this did this you, thing was great because the did other you get one, in the pipe, the Oculus, yeah, the <laughs> Oculus was made rolled? me made me dizzy. Totally rolled. It made me kind yeah. of dizzy. I'm standing there and I look over to my right and there's a surfer. Sure. And I have this moment where I'm like, dude, I'm in the barrel. And I look to the left and it was just coming over me. Right. I mean, I immediately got into a surf stance and just embraced <laughs> it. And it was a lot of fun. Now, granted, right. it is a gimmick in yeah. a lot of ways, but here's where I think it can really play well. I think it can play well at uh, amusement parks. Sure. There's already amusement parks. Did you see that? That are putting VR on people on real roller coasters. And you're like going through an alien yes. battle as you go so, down. So you're feeling the G-forces. Sure. And, so that's interesting. I think yes. trade shows can be really interesting. Yeah. I think you can create some really interesting sure. uh, moments and experiences from that, that realm. I think you're going to see it come out in medical therapy. 
Yes. Okay. Imagine this. They, they've seen you've seen the ones where people are on like they're uh, they've got the fan blowing and you're flying. Mm-hmm. Right. Imagine the implications for that with you know kids with autism or other exactly. sort of therapies sure. where you're you know you need to uh, touch somebody from an experiential standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of spaces to play. Um, I do agree with you. I'm I'm a skeptic when it comes to I don't know that I could ever watch an entire film. In a V with a VR headset, yeah. it, I think that with a film and with a story, like you need, like how do you tell somebody where to look? Right. I so think, that becomes sort of overwhelming. I think there's going to be uh, the entry into that and the kind of test ground for that is this film coming out now called Hardcore Henry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for mm-hmm. that. It's a film it's shot, all first person, right? entirely shot, yeah. first person. It's and like so being in a video game. Exactly. And if you think if you implemented VR into that and you can look wherever, oh, there's a bad guy over there, there's a bad yeah. guy over here, boom, boom, boom. Then you essentially know. you're just you you're, you're along for the ride. You're not watching the film. You you're, you're you are you're the first person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's that's gonna work. I think obviously porn is where it's gonna is gonna work best and that's where it's gonna sell the most. Well, they are kind of the uh determining factor. You for like go back anything. to the Blu-ray versus HD video DVD thing. Yeah. You go back to anything like that, they're the determining factor. Yeah. Porn so, porn makes the world go crazy. Around. Anyway, so what I wanted to say was you're you're talking about VR. Yep. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to another podcast. Who's that? That I think you're talking about cinematography. Uh, I've I've come across it recently. I don't know if I've mentioned it. I should have. Uh, it's called Cinematography Database. Cool. Do you know about this? No. Check it out. CinematographyDB.com. It's it's a podcast, also a YouTube show. Sweet. Uh, he's making uh, uh, cinematography design, programming, all sorts of stuff. Awesome. His name's Matt Workman. Sweet. Cinematography DB. It's really, really cool. So, But he he just did an episode on VR in this Google ATAP commercial yeah. uh, shot by Claudio Miranda, who did Life of Pi and yes. works with blue, blue screen, green screen a lot. It's Really, really cool. So awesome. for anybody out there interested in cinematography or cutting-edge camera stuff, check it out, cinematographydb.com. Yeah. Yep, and tune in to us. We're going to be bringing you all the latest and greatest from the floor at NAB Show 2016. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ftbpodcast.com. No doubt, at ftbpodcast everywhere else. Yes. Now, one of the things that, you know, and Rudy, we wish you could join us at NAB. I wish I could be there. In spirit. Um, yeah, I'll be there. In, quote, yeah, in, in spirits. Spirit. <laughs> um, but uh, we we got a we got a little hankering where we thought, you know what? What if we threw a FTV podcast meetup? <laughs> yeah, and we were like, would anybody come? And Brandon, you took it and ran with it, man. Yeah, I just posted it out there, and well, no, I'm talking about searching venues. And yeah, so I first of all, not, where did you not know Brandon? That's yeah. yeah. now, man. Where did where did it start <laughs> out? It started out at a at a, I found a place called the 1923 like speakeasy. speakeasy Bourbon Bar. Yeah, uh, used to be a they had burlesque shows. Yeah, and uh, underground. And I called, and this guy, this bartender, was like, "Oh yeah, not a problem. We can." I was like, "Yeah, we'll have like ten to twenty people," and he was like, "Yeah, we can accommodate. Just text yeah. me, and we'll set it up." And you and I talked. We're like, "Dude, if we get twenty people, this will be sweet." Yeah, so I put <laughs> it out there, and it started blowing up. Yeah, we go twenty five. Easily, I text you. I I, I raised the limit. Yeah, fifty. We we maxed it out. Seventy five. We are over a hundred attendees, RSVPs. Yes. For the first ever first, NAB first annual first annual <laughs> filmmakers <laughs> drinking bourbon FDB meetup, and yeah. it's growing like crazy. We might have two hundred fifty people by the time it's done. We should. I mean, and so, but funny story. I follow up with the speakeasy, and I call back. The guy gave me the wrong number. Yeah. I finally talked to somebody who was an event coordinator. They were like, what are you talking about? We're closed on Tuesday. We're closed. 
It's Tuesday. What are you talking about? We're closing. So on evidently, I spoke with somebody who course, was you know, speaking outside of their pay grade at yeah. some level, yeah. and but I reached out to some different people and I came across one place called the Artisan Boutique Hotel Bar and Ultra Lounge, and it's amazing. Voted number one Vegas after, after hours. hours. This place is dark, seedy, it's, dim. it's nasty. It's got mirrors on it's the awesome. ceilings. It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's got it's got all the grit you want from Vegas. It's like a you know. gothic cathedral. Yeah, it's cool. It it's like, like a super hip joint. Yeah. Um, yeah. So April, who's the the bar manager there, I said, hey, I got about seventy five people. Yeah, we're going in April. Exactly. I said uh, we've got about seventy five people who are going to come drink somewhere. Would you like them to drink at your bar? And she was like, absolutely. So big, super big comedy. shout out, big yeah. shout out to them. Um, I was actually going to call them, call them, see if they could call into the show. Uh, but we'll get we'll get didn't happen. We've got a next we got a uh, next week podcast next week. Yeah, yeah. next week. Yeah. So we'll get her on the show next week. Um but yeah, they're super awesome. You can follow them at Artisan Vegas at Artisan Vegas yeah. on uh we'll on tag Twitter. them and all this stuff on uh yeah. Instagram and Twitter. But we've got I just confirmed today uh our friends from Dissolve stock footage, mm-hmm. they're going to come. Yeah. Uh some of our friends from the NZ over at Whipster, they're going to show up. Uh we got some of the guys from SERP, they make the sliders and the uh, motion control devices, they're going to yeah. show up. We've got over 100 RSVP. It's going to be fun. That's nuts. Hmm. So Anyway. Should have cashed in. You should have. Anyways. No, not me. You. No. Yeah. $10 a head. Nah. Right? You know what? We're building the community right yeah. now. Really. We don't charge those. We're things. building the community. What they do it's for get. The, it's for the real. What our yeah. people, our it's RSVPs and our attendees do get is, what, happy hour pricing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they, there's benefits to uh, coming to an FTB and meetup. meeting you do. Yeah. Right. Everyone yeah. else is And gonna... you get to grovel at our feet, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Kiss my ring. Everyone Kiss else is going to be- I'm um, kidding. No. You know, paying high prices at these fancy yeah. schmancy bars- uh, on the strip, and you get, but FTB yeah. podcast isn't about that. We're not no. about the a, million dollar budgets, and no. there's plenty of. We're going to be off the strip. Yes, we're going to be off. This the strip. isn't even on the strip. No, it's on. It's no, right off. It's, a, it's great. But what is cool is you can come and chat with us about um, what you're doing, what you're doing, what, what are you what you're watching, seeing it. It's on Tuesday. So what are there, you working on? There will have been a day of NAB. Yeah, we can chat about the new gear. We can chat about your business, what yeah. you're shooting, what you want to hear on upcoming shows. You can pitch be, us ideas. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And Brandon might listen to you. So if you are going to <laughs> the NAB show Maybe. this year, definitely reach out to us, FDB Podcast on Twitter. Uh-huh. Definitely sign up for the meetup. We want to see you uh, be there, chat about it. Yeah. We want to hear what you're watching, what you're working on, what you're excited about. As always. Which which brings me to the, this question back to Rudy, our special guest today. Yeah. <laughs> What are you watching, what are man? You watching? What, what should we watching? be watching? What are you watching? Uh, Apart from your videos and your editing timeline, yeah. What are you watching? Um, honestly, so not to go back to Breaking Bad. After I watched Breaking Bad, it broke me. <laughs> and you watched it again? No, we haven't watched it again. You were it's like, heavy. you were like, but there will like, never be another TV I, show as yeah, good. Yeah, I was again. like, I can't watch this again. <laughs> so we actually are now rewatching The Office again. Actually, I've so, heard. Have you started Son of? Or, I've uh, heard it's awesome. Saul. Saul. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, but better I've heard Saul. like if you liked it, you'll like this. I just so mixed I Better Call Saul Trump. and Son of Sam. Yeah, to, yeah. So I, I want to try that, yeah. but I was it, hesitant it on Better Call Saul because I was like, eh. I hear it's almost better. I've wow. heard it's better too, which is. Yeah. But I also think our generation is the, it's the best thing ever, and no, it's not yeah. because there's only one of those, and you probably haven't found it. Yeah. But. Um, so we're literally me and my wife okay. are bingers right now. Rewatching the office. On the office. Nice. Just because it's it's now yeah. and mind you, we watched Breaking Bad like well, two well, years which ago. Off, which office? Yeah. US the US or British. The okay. US version right now. Have you watched the British one? I've watched some, I haven't but even <laughs> the office funny. when I first started watching, I was like, Why do people think this is funny? Yeah. But now it's, it's like, like 
it's good. But so, but okay. what I'm looking at though is I'm usually on Vimeo. Yep. Like I like finding the short film guys. Yes. I like finding those that you go, awesome. Like, mm-hmm. oh my right. gosh, so like mainstream will never like you. Right, right, right. You know, but are there any that I you found you. that you want to shout out? You know, I don't know the name of this dude. Yeah. I don't know who did it, but I'll have to maybe research and figure it out. That's but fine. it was just so like I am I am a Christian, not to throw that out there, yeah. but Christian film is stupid. It's always bad. Like yeah. to be honest, <laughs> it's always bad. But I saw this little short that I was like bravo. Really? Way to finally do something nice. that's worthy of being awesome. After cool. but, after the show, send send us the link. We'll because yeah, we'll we're gonna write it. a blog post. We'll we'll throw it. It was in just it was yeah. just the content. It wasn't like here's your Bible over your head. It was like this is awesome. This yeah. is great. This yeah. is not being everything Preaching. that's wrong with the church. Uh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> um, so but okay. uh, Vimeo is where I'm usually at, and I look mm, at the nice. editor's picks and go, that was cool. That wasn't. Um, Dude, I'm, I've I'm sending been him a fan stuff of that. all the time. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. check this out. Yeah, yeah, reference sure. this. Can we do something like this? Right. You know. And I'm usually also honestly what I'm watching is reviews. On gear, yeah. <laughs> like I'm watching reviews. Like, what do you You've think? You just stepped up the nerd factor. And but here's the <laughs> that's one of the best it platforms. Is. But you, you go to the also, search bar and type. Absolutely. Uh, hey guys, my name is uh, Alex Elkins. Today we're going to be doing a shootout of the uh, 24. But you can always tell when they know what they're doing because you're like, why are you doing yeah. it that way? Like, what's wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. Like, but you I can want go a nerdy. Type guy. in Red Dragon Lomo Anamorphic. And see right. tests, comparing oh, yeah. that to cooks. Sure. Or I'll even book. do it on Instagram, which yeah. when, this is a shout out for Instagram if they're listening, you have to add a plus feature to hashtag searching. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because I want to look at Black Magic Ursa Mini yeah. plus Zeiss Super Speed well, they plus need to, they just, documentary yeah. Yeah. and let me bring but that up have, rather than one, because then you yeah. get the crap. Or, like, I don't care about that. Or why, why have they not enabled linking? Yeah, <laughs> right. That's crazy. But yeah, like, there's certain things. Hey, like, look at so this easy. really cool picture from set. Here's a link to the final video. Oh my bad. And I mean, Facebook, you got to look to the description box to click it. Right. And no. I can only put one link up. There. Or you right. got to type it in letter yeah. by letter. I mean, Facebook owns them. I didn't need a frowny face. I wanted additional hashtag search or dislike mm-hmm. button. Yeah, yeah, I just needed a thumbs down. Like that's all we needed. But anyway, yeah. so that's what I'm usually watching is right now on Netflix, The Office. That's yeah. what we're binging on. Yeah. And then we are definitely watching. Nice. I'm, well, I'm definitely watching a lot of video, Vimeo stuff and reviews. Cool. What about you, Alex? You know what I'm into right now? Exactly. Really into, me and the wife, is these Hulu original series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are two specifically. Don't give anything away because they're in I'm my not, queue. Oh, I totally forgot I'm one. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm just going to throw them out, the names of them. First of all, The Path. Yeah, I've, I've heard great with things. With Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. is unbelievable. There's only two episodes out right now, but you will be... Hooked. Yeah. Once you watch episode yeah, it's one, cult. Re- religious cults are always cool. Fantastic, <laughs> dude. So the path with Aaron Paul is great, and then also eleven twenty two sixty three with James Franco. James Franco about nice. the Kennedy mm-hmm. assassin. It's based on the Stephen King novel of the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Going back in time, time travel, parallel dimensions, whole deal. It's unbelievable. We we binge watched all eight episodes, eight part That's series. Awesome. So good. Speaking of James Franco, yes. To make a sweet segue, go ahead. I watched a superhero movie. No, you didn't. Yeah. Do you not say? watch them? Do you not like them? Oh, I hate I didn't superhero know that. movies. Oh, before I didn't know we go. I hate them. Stop. We got to <laughs> cue you in on the debate. Okay. So I'm pro superhero movie. Brandon is anti superhero movie. Worst, they should stop making them. Worst movies ever. <laughs> yes. My, my theory is the darker the better. He so likes DC. Dark Batman. Knight, DC, 
you know, Deadpool, sure. fantastic. So I'm, you know, I'm Marvel DC. Yeah, but, but you'll go really watch better. Marvel and you'll be like, oh, it was entertaining. Exactly. And I'm like, waste of time, waste of my life. Where do you stand? Um, I think the line is drawn. You have to okay. pick a side. Oh, you got to pick a side. So you, you don't Alex know. Alex it's, it's more of a fence, and you can't sit on top. <laughs> but yeah. I sit on top of the fence on everything, like politically <laughs> and everything. Like, You're like it's my life. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's a yeah. spiked fence that's on fire. So you have to choose. Oh, I can a side. levitate. Uh, <laughs> but I, there are certain superhero movies that I've seen. Like, why did you make this garbage? Yes. But I don't think there's anything wrong. A good story is a good story, Green regardless Lantern. if they're in a leotard mm. or not. But yeah, I will say, guys, let's come on, let's stop, let's 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 like I like original content more uh-huh. than just like hey we're just gonna redo something that someone's wrote or spent their entire like mm. you know sounding like he's leaning on this side of the fence. So, but I need more than a lean. If it's good, <laughs> I need a commitment. Like the newer Spider Man, they did a great job. I need they you were to awesome. cast oh. your ballot, but you oh. haven't seen them either, so you don't know. Uh. Totally. Uh. Just we saying. just talked last uh, night, and Brandon said, "I've uh, actually just Spider-Man so you know, three. I've actually well, that was the James Franco reference, yeah, exactly. So I have a first off, I'm a dad, and I have a seven year old son. Yes, so which is I, weird, man. So I cannot escape superhero movies. Sure, Nick. I hate them, but I I have to watch them because it's it's more about hanging out with my son. Pretty soon it's going to be Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. And you're going to start loving. So them. I'm like I'm in this horrible position. So my son's like, oh, dad, I want to watch Spider-Man three, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And he loved it. So we watched it. But I will say because I have seen the Amazing Spider-Man, yeah. and I will say Tobey Maguire is way better of a Spider-Man. Wasn't Spider-Man three the one with the, really? the punk dance yeah. sequence uh. though? I don't know. Spider-Man three, he turns into the black Spider-Man. Yes, and he starts like dancing down the street in his yeah. goth hair. Yeah, yeah, he gets, it's weird. Yeah. I, don't I don't like that. I don't know. I don't like that. But really. but, but right. either way, yeah. uh, so I did watch that. Yeah. With uh, with James Franco, who's in there. Sure. But um, the other thing that we I've been watching with Rachel is who's my wife mm-hmm. is. Um, New Girl season five. Oh, New Girl. We watched New Girl. Funny. New Girl's great. It's pretty funny. Like, I was kind of like, eh, all right, we'll watch it because I really wanted to watch Togetherness and I'm more on the HBO scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she likes it. So I was like, all right. And then I found myself, I was like, man, this is really well written this year. The season five, I think, is really good. I just want to talk like they do. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I know they're being written, but it's like, I wish I knew anybody that talked like anybody on that show. I started watching season one, watched three episodes, and I couldn't stand it. Yeah, it's I quirky. I, mean, it's, it's, it's I think goofy. every show's like that. Even Breaking yeah. Bad, I was like, what? It's goofy. It and then after a few, I was like, man, I'm in. But so yeah. seeing as uh, Rudy's still sitting on top of that uh, spiky yeah, he is flaming fence, fence uh, we need you to pick a side. Yeah, you got to pick a side. Yeah. I guess I would say I'm probably pro. With some caveats. With some caveats. With some asterisks. Like you can't, yeah, there's some asterisks there. One I forgot to mention is that yeah. we are Walking Dead fans at mm. the house. We do. We are nice. Which, Walking Dead. Walk, Walking Dead. Walking <laughs> There's Dead. a great show. Where are we Meth at? and zombies. Come on, Walking AMC. Bed. What's wrong with you? There's your next spinoff. Yeah. AMC. Oh, Breaking man. Dead. That's great. But yeah, uh, cool, cool, man. Well, it, what about uh, you guys working on anything cool? Anything in the hopper right now that, that you can talk about or at least talk around? Mm, man, uh, we are my, on my side of things. We I'm working with a whole bunch of different clients, uh, doing random stuff. Just okay. you know, and a lot of it I can't talk about. Just sure. not that there's NDAs or anything. No, it's just fine. more like personal honestly, there's some personal yeah. relationships yeah. that you're like, oh, let me not dive into some yeah. of this stuff. But it makes sense. Yeah. But it's all good clients. Like I love. There isn't a client which is. Awesome. There's not a client I have that I'm like, I hate them. Yeah. They're all like, dude, I like those people. They're nice people. Cool. So you're, you're drowning in the work. 
but keeping your head above water yeah. financially. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we, we're so you're somewhere we're not doing bad financially, but right at the same time, line. we're spending a lot. Oh my gosh, we spent so much money, just all that gear. Oh like yeah, just yeah. spending it all. That's been a, it's been a spending year. Yeah, well, busy's good, man. It, it is. is. Busy's yeah. very good. Thanks. What about you, buddy? What about me? Uh, I got some stuff coming up. Today was a very busy day. You were a little down today at lunch. Down was I? Yeah, you were a little down. I don't know about that. I'm just saying. We can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about it now. <laughs> no, I'm great, dude. Uh, today was super busy. Call after call after email after email. Just the way I like it. Hey, the uh, as yeah. the saying goes, it's nice to be the pretty girl at the dance. It is. And I so. just bought a new dress, so let's dance. <laughs> That's cool. We are. Uh, <laughs> what are you working? We're on? heavy in the middle of some of some things. We're in pre-pro for a big university piece. I know. I'm. Um, yeah, I keep hearing about that. You're you're going to be the DP. Am I? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> As Congratulations! Of, as of now, <laughs> Woo! yeah. As of now, Pop we got some. Uh, we got some other like small productions. I mean, nothing that's like I don't have ink on it yet, so I can't really like talk about it. But mm. we got like some like more like some branded content stuff, which is my favorite stuff. I love, you love it. Small story. I love because yeah. I just to me it's so much fun to just like spend a day just getting it, just getting cool B roll and finding the story, mm. and it's just a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I think that's just a. Those are great projects, you know, where you can really highlight what's good or what's interesting about, you know, a brand. You're gonna do some so. traveling. Yeah, we got Come something. On. Hopefully, that's gonna happen in San Francisco. That's sweet. That involves mm-hmm. dancing. Sweet dancers. Yeah. So what some content for dancers. Dan- dancers. Nice. You know, I like it. Dancers. Cool. Yeah. So that's stuff awesome. like that, and then of course, you know, excited about NAB. Me um, too. That's Me gonna be a lot too. of fun, and that's it, really, man. Sweet. Well, I just want to say thank you, Rudy, hey, yeah. for uh, me. coming on. I want to yeah, give man, what a great cheers. show! Cheers to you, buddy. Cheers, and I thanks. also want to say in the uh, in the, uh, the the spirit of cheers is thanks so much to Berkshire Bourbon Whiskey, yeah. once again out of Sheffield, Massachusetts. Um, hopefully, wherever you're listening, you can get a hold of this stuff. If not, go to their website. Uh, just Google Berkshire Bourbon Whiskey, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they can help you find out how to get it, um, or if maybe they can, you know, find a way to, you know, get it to you. If you know what I'm saying. If you want a technical description, it's very alcoholy. Yeah, very yeah. alcoholy. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll post a, we'll post a picture on Instagram. Yeah, um, let you guys check it out. But it's uh, it tastes great, um, and it's got a it's really good. nice package with a little leaf on it. It's pretty, and um, if anything, it's going to look great on your shelf. Yeah, so it's the only reason you buy whiskey anyway. Yeah, so thanks guys for uh, sharing that with us uh, on, on the show, and uh, hopefully uh, you see a little spike in sales, people no trying it out. Doubt. Yeah. Well, we've got another great episode coming up next week, and then after that, it's off to uh, Vegas. Yeah, we're going so. to Vegas. So, and we'll be hearing from us like three times out there. Yeah, or more. Or more. Anyway, keep up with us on social media at FDB Podcast and FDBpodcast.com for the blog post featuring all the stuff we talked about. Yeah, and we'll give you all the links you need to uh, Rudy Harris and uh, make sure you get connected to him. If you're mm-hmm. shooting in town, you need uh, some support on production, consider no him and uh, his team. So uh, Absolutely. He's, he's got a black magic ready to go. There you go. All right, guys. All right. Cheers. 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 This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.